Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whaler. And I'm Rudolph Churchill. <laughs> so, I don't have a good bit for that. That's fine. I don't either. <laughs> Rudolph Churchill. Yeah. So, are you, are you related to Winston? Um, I'd rather not talk about it, but uh, yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest one you've come up with. It's the dumbest? Yeah, the dumbest. Because uh, Marion Featherbottom is really good. Thanks. Made you sound like a lord. Yeah. They should be at Downton Abbey or something. Yeah. Uh, Marion Featherbottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome back, everyone. Um, so, before we get into the episode, um, Zach, I know you're going to be mad. Uh, we, we'll, we'll explain it to you in person also later. Yeah. You'll see us in a, you know, in a few days. Uh, prior to this recording, you'll see us in a few days. Um, but everyone, we are going to be taking another break, uh, because the baby boy is getting married. I'm getting married. Yes. Um, again, relative to this recording, Jeremy's only getting married in a couple of days. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're excited. And of course I'm going to be there. So we can't do another solo episode with just me. Right. I mean, we easily could do another episode while we're there, oh but my God. I mean, I'm not going to lug all this shit with me. No. 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 We'll just do it off of our phones. It'll sound like <laughs> shit. It'll sound like early 90s dialogue. We use like um, like classic like actual ta- tape recorders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're fucking... Um, like journalists? Yeah. No, I was going to say uh, uh, we're like uh, uh, agent... Um, Whatever, Twin Peaks. God damn, I can't remember. Oh, fucking oh Dale Cooper? Dale Cooper, yeah. We're like Dale Cooper. We're just, Diane, have you seen that? You know? Diane. Uh, it's gonna sound like shit because like whatever. You yeah. know, hang on. Sorry, I didn't want to take away from the announcement. That's fine. Um, you know, in the early, excuse me, everyone. In the Jesus. first two seasons, you know, when he leaves those messages for Diane, does he mail them to her? I don't know. Cause he'll do that. He'll leave her like yeah messages. But then he'll get the thing that he's asking for, like send me like this, and then yeah. he'll get it a few. He probably does. <laughs> Like mails and back to which is silly, but yeah, yeah, because it's the show's in the eighties, right? Show takes place, I think, in the late eighties. Yeah, because it yeah. came out in nineteen nineties. So he had a phone. Yeah. So phones existed. Yeah. Anyway, that's Lynch, bro. I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, David, you don't have to give me an answer. He like he watches. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome. That would be really cool. He's like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah. You, you expect me to give you an answer on how he's doing it? Yeah. No. Uh, okay, so yes, Jeremy's getting married, and then him and uh, Haley and him are going on their honeymoon uh, the following week. So this will be the longest break we've taken. Probably was it two weeks? At least two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I mean, truthfully, as soon as they get back, we could crank yeah, yeah, out yeah. an episode. Might, I don't know. We might, but relative to us in this moment, we're probably just gonna take two weeks off. Um, but you know what? It's still be it's, you know, so we're still gonna have fun uh, with this episode, yeah, and course. then we'll come back, horde with a good episode, yeah, and then we'll eventually close out season seven next year, yeah. 
because we're, we're never going to get through this fucking no, season. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's forever. So. Oh, and hey, audience, ask us what we thought of the menu. Oh yeah, go ahead. We went to, we we went to the theater in in preparation to see the menu. So yeah. Uh, I've been telling everyone that the, the joke you made, like, oh man, it's great. You know, they get you out in five minutes. They get you out in five minutes. It's, it's so easy. It's like that. Uh, the projector broke and we didn't get to see the menu yeah. five minutes into the movie. So we got to see all that Maria Menudo's bullshit and the, the previews. Yeah. The 20 fucking minutes of preview, you know, plain. Oh, can't wait to see that. I told mom about that. And I was like, you know, Gerard Butler was in good movies at some point. Right. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Just want to You don't sure. know this one's not. This one might be just a banger, dude. It might be awesome. I'm gonna like Cop Shop or something. I'm gonna fucking. I okay. I did hear the Cop Shop it was really. Great. I want to see Cop Shop. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm going to fucking pass away if like it's got a certified 100. percent Yeah, it's certified 100. percent Plain. Plain. Bad title, great movie. You know what I mean? Um, and what what if that's the review? Bad title. Great, great movie. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, we didn't get to see the menu. Uh, we were both very excited to see it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to see it so bad. <laughs> at least we got to see Johnny Legs. Yeah, we got to see John Leguizamo for you know a few minutes. I, I mentioned to Scott that uh, he based his character. What you told me that he based his character on Steven Seagal. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, cause Steven Seagal is a horrible human yeah, being. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah." Yeah, I was like, "Cool. I'm glad everyone thinks that. Everybody does." Yeah, Scott was like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, I've I've known people who have worked with him and said that he's the worst." Yeah. Uh, apparently, Scott told me that uh, when Steven Seagal had a band oh um he only wanted to fly uh this is before of course the private plane of a g6 came out he wanted to fly his entire band in g5s like so he would get his own g5 the rest of the band would get their g5 and then their music equipment in another g5 what yeah motherfucker was spending like i think scott said like fifty thousand dollars just to get his band places jesus christ i mean we obviously can see the, the you know the choices that he makes yeah so no, I paid Stevens ago. Anyway, so quick summary: two week break. Yeah, Jeremy's getting married. Yeah, we promise we won't take another two week break. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Who knows? But anyway, so if you tuned in last week, uh, thank you. By the way, uh, yeah. Um, I've Our been telling was. everyone how come on, come on. Was, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> come on, come on was awesome. Um, Shit, it is great. I told Ashley how how excited I was because even Zach. During your bachelor party, it was like, great. You guys are going to love it. Yeah. And we did. Uh, but this week, if you missed, come on, come on, last week, this week we were talking about seven psychopaths. And I have to give a little redaction from last week. Uh, I called the, the writer, director of the movie, Michael McDonough. His name is actually Martin McDonough. I'm sorry. Very Irish name. Yeah, I would, I'll, I'll say. Um, but as I was just looking up in preparation in the final preparation for this episode, this was only his second movie. Second, at least full length yeah. feature film. Uh, he had done a short film before in Bruges. Yep. Shout out to in Bruges. In oh, Bruges is so good, you guys. We That's for sure going to be a future episode. Obviously not this season. No. Since we've both seen it. Yeah. Uh, I told Ashley after, because uh, Ashley actually watched this one with me. Nice. I was like, I, I was like, now I got to show you in Bruges. Yeah. Like, because in Bruges is fucking. In Bruges is so fucking good. Which probably explains why Colin Farrell came back. Because Martin was like, hey, I got this movie. And he's like, sold. Sold. Like, you don't need to tell me anything else. I'll yeah. do it. And then, of course, after that, he had done three billboards uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri. And now it's the, the Banshees, Banshees of, of some word I can't pronounce. 
Uh, Another Irish village. Which I want to see so bad. Of course, um, you know, we got uh, Colin, uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Yeah, yeah Colin Farrell's back and then uh, the other gentleman's back. Brennan Gleeson? Yeah, Brennan Gleeson's back. Um, they were both in Embridge. And I can't see it anywhere because it's not playing know. anywhere near me. Not in a theater near me. You know what I mean? Now playing not in a theater near you. Mm-hmm. So, Do you remember those at the beginning of the DVD, like DVDs? Like, yeah. In a theater near you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or it was actually like, now on DVD. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. You may be um, Anyway, Seven Psychopaths. Um, okay. So since this is the first movie in a while that you have seen, but I have not, let me give you my first impressions. Yes. Obviously, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was hysterical. Martin McDonough has such a good use of drama and comedy. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, I'll probably bring up In Bruges a lot. And Bruges is also a lot like this, very funny, but then there are some serious moments. I feel like the comedy is a little more dialed in. Comedy's first. Uh, yeah. For Seven Psychopaths. But the drama is still there, and the drama is still just as yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, important as the comedy. But. So good, dude. And the cast, I I wish I could see these guys in more movies together. Yeah. Colin Farrell, Sam Rockwell, uh, uh, Christopher Walken, Woody Harrelson, uh, fucking Tom Waits. Dude, okay. We'll get into it, but I... Haley rolled her eyes because I was like, here comes my favorite psychopath right here. And then, <laughs> and then uh, you know, he, he's there. With his rabbit. and uh, I thought for sure that was the only time we were going to see him. And then um, she goes, I don't know who that is. I go, it's Tom Waits. She goes, ugh. Ash, so Ashley didn't know who that was either. I was like, it's Tom Waits. Well, she knows because she hears the music. Because I, I listen to his music all the time. I'm a huge fan of his music. I think he's one of the best uh, songwriters. Yeah, if Jeremy didn't uh, bring that up uh, in the Fight Club episode, shout out to our Fight Club episode. Uh, you, you love Tom Waits. I love Tom Waits. And so... Uh, she and she hates Tom Waits. Why? Um, it, you know what? I'll give her a pass on this one. Uh, Tom Waits is not for everyone. You know, Tom Waits is dude. He's acquired. He was cracking me up, man. Oh, Tom Waits is hilarious, and um, you know, and of course, his music is timeless. Yeah, his music is amazing. But I was very excited uh, to see Tom Waits again in this movie. Um, his character is, is great, especially at the very end. Okay, uh, you seem normal. Come on, uh, you seem normal. Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, okay. So to finish out my first impressions, yeah. loved it, everything about it. Uh, I can't believe it took me 10 years to see this movie. Yeah. Because we looked it up after we closed out Come On, Come On, and the movie came out in 2012, and it's taken me 10 years to see this movie because, like I mentioned in our closer, saw the trailer, and I immediately fell in love. Uh, because by that point, I had seen In Bruges, which is so odd. That I had seen in Bruges before that, but I saw the trailer and was like, "This is awesome! I have to see this movie." And just never got around to seeing it. So well, that's all right. Look at you now. I don't know. Look at me now. I'm wiser now. Jesus. <laughs> all right, Jeremy. So, would you like to tell everyone uh, a little synopsis about the movie? Sure. Okay. Um. All right. I was going to say, is it going to be a little hard? So, am I, I mean, no, nah, it's going to be fine. I, I'm going to pull up people's names because, again, I'm terrible at that. You are not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, because it's going to be a little, it's not going to be hard necessarily, but, um, you know, to try to keep it as streamlined as I can. Okay. So, Colin Farrell's character, Marty, is trying to write a screenplay. Mm-hmm. All he has is the title. 
seven psychopaths, right? We've all been there. Obviously. Um, and he's trying to find inspiration, right, for these psychopaths. So he's got one, which is the Quaker, right? Well, which first originally it, it's, you know, whatever. Well, well then well, uh, then he reorients it and it's the Jack Diamond's kid. Right. Then it's the Quaker. Right, 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 right. Well, but, but first he has Quaker, right? Yeah. So first he has that one. Um, which is a story he had, he was told, um, by Billy, mm-hmm. um, Billy Bickle, uh, Sam Rockwell. Right. And, and so he stole the story, wrote it down and now, now it's in the screenplay. Right. Um, Billy also tells him about the Jack of Diamonds killer in the paper and says, dude, this should be another one of your psychopaths. He murders, you know, people in the crime syndicate. You should, you know, whatever. He goes, oh, that's a good one. Whatever. And so, as he's still trying to struggle uh, with writing this thing and also struggling with his drinking, um, uh, Billy puts an ad in the paper. Um, I wish I'd wrote it down or had a screenshot of it. Like, are you crazy? Yeah. Are you you a psycho? Pretty much a casting call for psychos. Yeah, pretty much. Um, If you got a crazy story, it could be in our screenplay or whatever. Um, Meanwhile... Uh, Billy and his partner Hans Christopher uh, Walken kidnap dogs and return them to receive the ransom or the um, reward the money. reward money right it's not a bad scheme it's not a bad scheme until well well we'll, we'll get into it until uh, Billy kidnaps a Shih Tzu um, named Bonnie and Bonnie's owner is a true psycho. Uh, played by Woody Harrelson is Charlie. Charlie is the head of this other crime syndicate. Yeah. Um, I don't think he might have had those might have been his guys in the beginning. Well, because um, he says he's got five guys down. Yeah, yeah. So the two Michaels. Yeah. The two guys. And then his girlfriend. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway. So. Um, because they were going to kill a chick. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so he just steals the wrong dog, right? And so now the movie is not only are we trying to write a screenplay, but we're also trying to evade the attention of Charlie and his men to try to get Bonnie back, right? Yeah. Um, it's like a it's like a reverse John Wick. Yeah. Billy is that's funny. Billy is also sleeping with Charlie's girlfriend. Which, which is, is how, how he, which is how he got Bonnie in the first place. Uh, so Billy's <laughs> Billy's the reason anything happens. By the way, yeah. Um, well, and then as we learn, which we'll get into, Billy kicks us off at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so we meet a few more quote psychopaths. We meet um, like Tom Waits' character, uh, Zachariah. Zachariah, yeah. Um, he and his wife went around killing serial killers and then Mm -hmm. she left him um, because he was getting a little too, a little too weak, a little, a little too hesitant. Right. Um, And so she went off to continue to do that. And now his life his mission of life is trying to find her again. Um, We later find out that the story of the Quaker is actually Hans's story. Hans is the Quaker, and we'll go over that story here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Billy is the Jack of Diamonds. Killer, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
And of course, it all culminates into a would-be um, crazy shootout in the middle of the desert. Yeah. But it ends up not being uh, so much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because uh, well, which we'll we'll get into later, but and then um, Marty writes his movie, um, and that's about it. Uh, people die along the way. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, th- sorry. It's, it's hard because, you know, you want to talk about, you know, like, each. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about each side about it. You want to talk about like the Vietnamese one. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. let's, let's start there then. Instead of with a character, let's start with the seven psychopaths. Sure. Um, so technically number one is the Jack, Jack of diamonds. Yeah. Um, which is Billy, which is Billy. Of course, we don't know that when we first meet him. Right. Uh, because he kills, Michael Stahlberg and Michael Pitt at the yeah. beginning of the movie. Yeah. Which I loved Martin's framing. We see him walking yeah, up yeah, yeah. and they're just totally oblivious to this guy <laughs> with two guns. Um, but he kills him and then he leaves cards of the Jack of diamonds. Yeah. And that's all we know about the Jack of diamonds killer. Right. Uh, and truthfully, it's kind of all we need to know. Yeah. Well, I, I like, you know, the, the established, you know, they establish these guys are, are mobbed up. Right, mm-hmm. that they're on a hit job, right? Uh, I love their conversation. I, I think, um, uh, how did you say uh, Martin's last name is pronounced? I would uh, assume it's McDonough. Okay, McDonough. We'll, that, we'll go with that. Uh, McDonough um, writes such wonderful comedic dialogue, <laughs> uh, especially between the two of them. It's so good. And, you know, What's wrong, Tommy? It's because we're killing a chick. Talking about uh, shooting people in the eyeballs. And he goes, oh, I shot someone in the ear once. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, but that's a different story then. You're, we're talking about ears now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And it's of course, silly. of course, Michael Stahlberg, which we've done several movies with him. Shout out to our Call You By, uh, Call Call Me By Your Name and Hugo. Uh, we did another movie with him, right? Probably. Probably. Um, and then Michael Pitt, of course, uh, as we mentioned, Michael Pitt. Well-known asshole in Hollywood. Both of them, by the way, in... Boardwalk and Boardwalk Bar. Boardwalk and Bar. So I wonder if they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Because <laughs> I think they had a few scenes together. I'm I don't remember. Sure anyway. But yeah, yeah, their, their dialogue is so good. And it's so... It's very... Um, it's so fast-paced, but it's so funny. Yeah. It's just... And I just... And of course, I just love Michael Pitzel. What's wrong, Tommy? It's because we're killing a chick. Yeah, yeah, I got the I got the chick killing shakes, and and Tommy Michael Stahlberg is just like, oh, dumbass. Yeah, like this idiot. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm scared that we're killing a, a chick. So I, so Jack of Diamonds, Jack of Diamonds, Jack of Diamonds. Um, I I do like that that sort of reveal. You know, is sort of kept from us for longer than you would think because. Um, yeah, we're about halfway through the movie when... Because once... Um, once... Charlie's guys go to where they're stashing the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're being held at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty and, and Hans. Uh, the Jackie Diamond shows up and, and kills those guys, right? Yeah, so I just assumed he'd been following those guys. Right, 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 right. Um, did you have any idea, by the way? I'd forgotten you hadn't seen this yet. Ashley had a suspicion because I think she'd looked it up and uh, she probably she probably lied to me. That's true. Because oh, she she was getting confused. She's like, "Well, who's the next psychopath? He's on five and six now. Who's?" The, I'm like, I'm "Like, I don't know, babe. 
Like, let's just keep watching the movie. <laughs> and she looked it up. And so I think she knew, and I think she might have lied to me, but like she didn't know that. But she she had a suspicion. Uh, she also had a suspicion that Hans was the Quaker, mm. which that's the next one. Was it was it the Ascot? Ooh, well, it's the reveal when he takes when he take well, it's a cravat. It's a cravat. I'm sorry. Cravat. Yeah, but it's when he takes it off. She's like, oh, I think you know, because I was well, like, you're supposed. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to know that he was the the Quaker. See, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. I was like, huh. That's fine. That's insane. Um, um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, she, she had a suspicion. I didn't know until, until he shoots Angela. And I was like, oh, it was Billy. Billy is out of his mind. I love Billy. Yeah. So, so Billy counts as two psychopaths. <laughs> I think so. Uh, he, well, cause it even says that he's number seven and, and number, number one. one. Um, yeah, so, so technically the next one would have been Quaker, but let's get to Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Billy, he's already sort of unhinged. Yeah. And then once you learn, once the reveal that he is the Jack of Diamonds, you're like, oh, he's even more unhinged. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of, well, I know that a lot of the plot of the movie is because of Billy, right? Yeah. Without Billy, there is no plot to this movie. Yeah. Marty, he's the one that's, Marty you know, probably would have never actually written the movie making he's billy's making all of these terrible decisions and um getting people involved in in his fuckery yeah. you know taking bonnie you know which bonnie's so cute uh, yeah that and that shit to ashley the whole time was like that dog is just giving you like just leave me alone yeah that Bye. dog is so cute yeah right uh if i can get rid of bay anyway who cares uh Ashley was like, "Oh my God, it's precious!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this is like, sh- like a few years after she like, yeah, blew up." Yeah. Well. Um, oh my God. All right. So. Um, yeah, so yeah, so Billy. Billy is out of his mind. Billy's out of his mind. Billy is also maybe the funniest person in the movie because there are scenes where you know, like when you were saying when Tom Waits shows up, he goes, "Yeah, you seen normal come on." Uh, that makes me laugh because <laughs> he's like, "Or one of you, Billy Bickle." No. No. <laughs> Are you the one who left a message saying that you were going to eat my heart? I would never do that. Yeah, I would never do that. You seem normal. Come on. <laughs> um, what made, I think a lot of what Billy does makes me laugh. One of the main things that made me laugh, uh, or the, the thing that uh, I remember the most, is he labels their guns for them oh. at the end. He goes, <laughs> here, I, I put your names on them. So, <laughs> so we know whose is whose. Oh, my God. And then he has the gun in his mouth while he's <laughs> well, yeah the final shoot, the shootout. <laughs> and then he's all like, "I know you've got three guns. No, I only had two, Mister." <laughs> how much? How much of that do you think was just Sam Rockwell just riffing? I think I think it was all scripted. I, I don't think. No, I agree. Yeah, I think it was all scripted. I mean, seeing what we've seen in In Bruges, like exactly, Martin's scripts are so. I would feel just like with Tarantino. They're so tightly written. They're great. Yeah. That he doesn't need to improvise. And I like that he... Uh, there's just little things. Little things make me laugh about Billy. Like, he says he's gonna uh, blow this dog's little gay head off. <laughs> like, he doesn't have a gay head. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, movie's with, not, with the flare gun. Yeah. Movie's not necessarily politically correct i was about to say very pc yeah it's not very pc well it was pc for the time i guess yeah. fast forward 10 years later you're like ooh. yeah i know but 
God damn it. It's so funny. Okay. It still is funny, yeah. All right. Let's talk Quaker. Okay. So, right. number so, three, the Quaker. So, uh, we'll get back to Billy, obviously, while yeah, we because doing this. Billy, because, like you said, Billy is, he's the catalyst for the plot. So, first off, Harry Dean Stanton. Right? Dude. I mean, in As soon as he came on screen, I was like, Harry Dean? Yeah. Uh, that story is really cool. I, I love that the story. That is a really interesting yeah, yeah. story. That um, this guy uh, murders this Quaker's daughter. Um, and so the Quaker just follows him around everywhere. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought for sure. I thought for sure I knew where the story was going. I was like, oh, he's going to like mentally torture him. Right, 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 right. Which he technically it kind of, did. Yeah, it yeah. kind of does. Right? By always being ever present. Right? In this guy's life. Um, and not saying anything. Yeah. Right? Just being there. Um and so after, you know, after a lengthy prison sentence and then yeah. after, you know, like 12 years of being out. So, yeah, 17 years in prison, he gets out. And yeah. Then, yeah, it's like 11 or 12 11 years. or 12 out. Um, he decides he can't take it anymore. Because um, it's almost like, you know, it's a constant reminder of your of what you did. Right. Which is what the Quaker wants. Right? Yeah. Which is also, you know, and also this is where we get sort of our. I don't mean to cut you off, but like our sort of sort of religious undertone to the whole movie, uh-huh. you know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of religious. Because, you know, the, the serial killer, you know, um, becomes born again. Right. He does become born again. And is repentant. And people, are, you know, of course, people are like, yeah, he's putting on a show. But then they're like, well, actually, mm-hmm. maybe not. And it, it turns out he wasn't putting on a show. Like, this is his, you know, it's his, like, it's his new identity. Right. Yeah. Um, once the killer, who is unnamed, which I liked, um, yeah. can't take it anymore, he, while looking at the Quaker from his uh, from his second story, whatever, mm-hmm. window, uh, cuts his throat, right? And so the Quaker does too, right? Because yeah. you can't escape me, right? Yeah, like if you're going to hell, I'm coming with you. I'm coming you. with you, yeah. right? Um, which, of course, we later find out that this is Hans's story, right? Hans... Um, Corrects a few things from Billy's retelling that, you know, um, like his, his wife is African-American and so is his, so is his daughter, mm-hmm. right? And that... She also stood with him, you know, outside of the... Of the, yeah. Yeah. But I guess she didn't try to slit her own throat. No. Uh, no. Um, you know, and I guess it's implied that he was saved by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. By a doctor. Yeah, because he's in the, he's in the hospital and he's... he's neck is just yeah and, he's, yeah and he's fighting them so yeah um yeah. another fun um comparison between harry dean stanton and christopher walken is at the end when christopher walken is walking in the desert um towards the welcome center um it's sort of reminiscent of paris texas uh oh, that's on my criterion harry dean stanton uh walking uh, through the desert um in a suit, no less. No. So uh, there's some fun parallels there, uh, yeah, which dude, I really like. Dude, R.I.P. to Harry Dean Stanton. I know. The best. He had he had such a great role in, to tie back to Twin Peaks in Twin Peaks The Return. I mean, we only see him for a handful of minutes. But, mm-hmm. I mean, pff, he comes in, does his job, and then... Harry Dean's the And best. then David's like, all right, buddy, you're done. Harry Dean Stanton's the yeah, fucking he best. He was the fucking best, yeah. Okay. Okay. So so that, so we got the Jack of Diamonds, Billy, the Quaker. Um, let's go ahead and do Tom Waits. All right, Tom Waits, Zachariah, and Maggie. So here's something that I loved is um, 
I'm not sure if all, I, I should have looked this up. Um, if all of them were real serial killers, um, or just the last one. That is interesting. Yeah. I meant to look that up too, but I was, they told you their names. I was like, laughing so hard when it was the, the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my God, they found their actual Zodiac. Killer. Yeah. As I, and he was like, that's when we burned that hippie. Uh, <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> and, and of course, you know, I, I, a part of me wishes they didn't put that because when he's in the other room, you see all you his, see all uh, that zodiac shit, all his paraphernalia. That would be cool, you know what I mean for that fucking reveal. Yeah, but, uh, or like like they would have done like unnamed nineteen seventy five. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, yeah. that would have been tight. Yeah, yeah. But no, I still laughed my ass off. It's like, oh my god, it's the Zodiac killer. Um, Tom Waits' performance is amazing, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said that he agreed to do the movie. As soon as he read, he'd be holding a rabbit the whole time. Really? He didn't even read the script. So Martin was like, hey, so your character's going to hold a rabbit the whole time. He's, he's like, like oh, dude, I'm in. I'm in. Well, do you want to read the script? No, 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 no. I'm no, good. No. I'm good. Because he, he loves animals. I was about and to so, say, does yeah. Tom Waits love rabbits? He does. He loves animals. So he's just that. Uh, <sighs> he gets to hold a rabbit the love whole time. Love this guy more. Um, but yeah, and I, I, love, I love that when Zachariah starts telling Marty his story and of Maggie's story. I love that we don't get a flashback mm-hmm. uh, to how, how they met, mm-hmm. how he was just burglarizing a judge's house in Delacroix. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't never been in no judge's house in Delacroix. It's <laughs> so good. And then how he meets Maggie because the judge um, was torturing and killing uh, African-American women mm-hmm. and he saves Maggie. Yeah. And they decide to go on a killing spree by killing serial killers. Right. Pulling a real Dexter move before Dexter. Right. Um, Which I love how he's like, I guess you'd call it serial killer killing, I guess. (laughs) Um, And then we get the flashbacks of them. Yeah. The flashbacks are great. Yeah. Killing that that KKK member Mm -hmm. with acid and then lighting him on fire. And then sawing that dude's head off. Yeah. But I love that that's when we get the first kind of cracks in their relationship. Yeah. Because Zachariah is having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe at first he was like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get right. these. And after a while, it's he sort of gets a little a little more hesitant, a little more squeamish or whatever it is. Well, and I think Maggie's getting more extreme. Yeah. You know, especially when yeah. Zodiac, she stabs his hands with knives through his table. Yeah. And then just sets him on fire. Yeah. Uh and I love that little look that the Zodiac shares with, with Zachariah because mm-hmm. um, he grabs the, the bunny right before she sets him on fire. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a, like, like take care of my rabbit or, or you know, whatever. Something. You know what I mean? yeah. There's no way it's the same rabbit, but yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, well, I mean, he had tons of rabbits. <laughs> he did have tons so. of rabbits. Maybe Zachariah went back and kind of like Scoop. scooped them all up. <laughs> um, but then Maggie, Maggie leaves him. Yeah. And now his mission is just finding her. Right. And I love that he's like, listen, you can use my story. Just put my number at the at the very end. Let Maggie know I'm looking for her. And yeah, let her know that I still love her. Right. And that I'm desperately trying to find her. Right? Yeah. That's been his life's mission since and, then. And Marty gives the the best promise. Like, on my life, it'll happen. Yeah. And uh, we'll go and fast forward to the uh, post credit scene. Because I thought for sure we'll never. We, I was like, I was like, that's it. Well, that's all the Tom Waits. That's we all get. the Tom Waits. But okay, so like Jeremy mentioned in the synopsis, Marty finishes the movie, yep. and I would assume 
people are liking it mm-hmm. because he gets a call one night from Zachariah, who's like, "Yeah, I saw your movie. I saw your movie." And I love that Marty immediately was like, "Oh shit!" Oh no! Well, and then he's got that fucking like uh, machete, machete, and he's that like, he's getting all the dirt from his fingernails. <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'm gonna come kill you on Tuesday." That made me laugh so hard when he's like, "I hope you're free." He goes, "Yeah, I'm not doing anything on Tuesday." But Marty, in his own way, has sort of become a psychopath because mm-hmm. he is so broken <laughs> by this point in the movie that even Zachariah is like. Uh, you know, Tuesday doesn't work. I'll um, I'll come some other time. And, and he's like, well, I'll, I'll be here. And Ashley's like, oh my God, he feels bad now. I love that. He's like, so I'm going to kill you on Tuesday. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so specific. And, yeah. you know, it's, man, it's the best. I love Tom Waits with all my heart. Yeah. And he, he's such a good job. And it's just this whole, um, you know, uh, Tuesday's not Tuesday's not <laughs> so good uh but so so maggie and zachariah so mm-hmm. so we've got we've got the jack of diamonds yep. number one the quaker number two we'll just go ahead and say billy number three maggie and zachariah four and five number six uh the vietnamese the vietnamese guy the vietnamese guy that one um i loved actually how the story kind of unfolded yes and how it how it progressed because of where where Marty had it was interesting, right? And mm-hmm. I agree with him that I love, you know, this is sort of a, a small look at a, at a, at ways people think of story, and yeah. the ways people come up with ideas. It's like I like the idea, of a Vietnamese guy, wearing a priest outfit with a gun, in a room. I like the idea of that. Where can we go with that, right? And I like yeah. that. I like that he's like I just, he's not even a priest. I just like the idea of it. I like the yeah. visual. Of that, which, which I will say kind of grabbed my attention. I was like, I wait, agree. what's happening? Here? I agree a hundred percent, you know, and then boobs. So then double, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was like, okay, like a 12 year old. <laughs> oh, no way. So like you haven't seen like full that, male frontal genitalia in movies before. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I liked that aspect of it. I liked the, where, you know, of his backstory of being in the Vietnam War. Right. And then the way Hans takes it, and I love his decision to to just record him. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to... It's almost like he feels bad. He doesn't want to like give him notes to his face. He's yeah. like, maybe this will work. You know what I mean? Well, and it definitely seems like Marty responds to it more. Um, so, spoiler alert. Um, Hans dies. This whole thing is spoilers. Yeah. Um, and he leaves Marty his tape recorder... And I, and the whole movie, Hans has been more of like a, a him and Marty are a little bit similar. They they just want peace. They don't really care for all this violence. Mm-hmm. And the Hans gives him a better explanation of the Vietnamese guy. Mm-hmm. And I just I I lost my shit. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, because so, it's it's a real thing that actually happened. Yes, yes. So he ties it back to a real person. Yeah, I, I he he. You know, start, he takes it from Marty's point of this Vietnamese guy in a priest's outfit with a gun. He's with a hooker. The hooker's clothed, which shows Hans being a little bit more wholesome. Yeah, a little more modest. And she can speak perfect Vietnamese. Yeah. Which I was like, that's funny. And, you know, he's about to go blow up this meeting. And then 
he finally realize you finally realize this is all in his head and he's the buddhist monk the first buddhist monk to um what's the term not it's not suicide it's something else but you know light himself on fire to yeah. protest war which is a real thing that happened yeah um many Everyone should know that because not only is it a famous image, but then Raging Against the Machine, machine. I was just about to say Raging Against used machine. it for their album artwork uh, because they were, if you didn't know that, they were a very political charge band. Um, but I just, I love that. Yeah, that I did too. so cool because it doesn't, that kind of redefines Psychopath for, for the Vietnamese guy. Well, yeah. And it, it shows that, you know, and I love that he was like, he's thinking about what if he chose violence? What if he chose to fight against the system that way, right? Mm-hmm. And then realizing that that's not the way to do it and just to continue what he is doing, right? And I love that before he opens his eyes, they're saying, this isn't going to help, you know, anything. And he says it might, right? Mm-hmm. But then the monk says the same thing to him when he opens his eyes and he's already drenched himself in gasoline. So this isn't going to help. But it might. It might. And that technically kind of did. Yeah. Um, so that I, I yeah. loved, loved. Yeah, the Vietnamese storyline, the Vietnamese guy's storyline was awesome. I did not see it going that way. No, me either. Um, yeah. But Ashley and I looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. Because it's such such a good way of, because, you know, the, the movie is sort of meta. You mm-hmm. know, a movie about seven psychopaths in a movie called Seven Psychopaths. But watching the narrative change from one character to the next. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's the stark difference between Hans and Billy because Billy is, you know, a lunatic and he's like, here's how it should go. He's like, yeah, the Vietnamese guy's hiding up in the trees the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, but the bunny gets away because you can't kill, you can't kill animals in the movie, just the women. And, (laughs) you know, he's talking about this crazy shootout and, you know, people are dying and, you know, whatever. And, like, blood is spraying everywhere. And then there's rain. And uh, his uh, Marty's girlfriend's not wearing a bra or white t-shirt. And then and she gets killed. It's... <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> you know, he's like, you know, and your cunt girlfriend shows up, whatever. You know, yeah, because he hates Kaya. <laughs> but then he's like, you should be nicer to Kaya. That's your best friend's girl. <laughs> Even if she's a fucking bitch. Yeah, she's a fucking bitch. Um... <laughs> So, so there's the stark difference, right? Yeah. Because both, you're right. Both Marty and Hans choose peace over violence, right? Mm-hmm. Where Marty, not Marty, I'm sorry, Billy, all he wants is violence. Yeah. All the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I was reading that he, um, and there's a reason he, his name is Billy Bickle is he shares a lot of similarities with Travis Bickle, who is, the character in Taxi Driver. Oh. Um, he's even talking to himself in a mirror, right? Um, oh, yeah, when he's getting ready for the party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end, he gets shot in the head. Um, spoilers for Taxi Driver. Oh, oh shit. Um, again, he is he is fueled by violence and, yeah. and rage, right? Um, there's, there's just a lot of fun similarities between the two of them. Uh, but I, I feel like Billy's more fueled by chlamydia or whatever. <laughs> but I'm not talking about AIDS, babe. Like chlamydia or whatever. It's one of my favorite lines. Because <laughs> then he brings it up later. Yeah. He's like, he like, like Billy, you don't have VD. Or Billy, you have VD. Billy, it's just chlamydia or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, the final psychopath uh, is Woody Harrelson, Charlie. Um, but he is a psychopath, I think, more in the sense, yes, he is very violent, but he also has this weird relationship with his dog. He loves Bonnie. He loves Bonnie. And how could you not? I mean, yes, Bonnie was very cute. Do me a favor. Will you put a picture of Bonnie up on the screen? Right here, somewhere. And he uh, (laughs) is so cute. Yeah. Bonnie. Um, I love kids. Can I at least, like, give him some scratches and some kisses? No, you cannot give him some scratches. (laughs) (laughs) So, dude, Woody Harrelson... I fucking love Woody Harrelson. All right, man. so let me tell you a fun fact tell about fun before fact. we talk about how great Woody Harrelson is. Uh huh. It was supposed to be Mickey Rourke. Ooh. <laughs> Why did you make that face? Okay. It was supposed to be Mickey Rourke. One of the tombstones during that shootout scene or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I think either says Mickey or Rourke, and that was supposed to be because it was supposed to be Mickey Rourke. And then, of course, uh, when he left. They didn't fix it or anything, so... Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, look. Look. No offense to Mickey Rourke, all right? I've heard uh, The Wrestler is it phenomenal. It is amazing. It's so um, good. Angel Heart, amazing. Rumble Fish, amazing. Uh, it's on my, also on my Criterion wish list. Yeah. Um, and Mickey Rourke was once a classically handsome man. Oh, so handsome. Until he fucked his face up. And then he kind of revealed his true colors by backing Harvey Weinstein. I mean, the dude's out of his mind. He's out of his fucking mind. I'll tell you that. The dude's out of his mind. He's, so, a, he's a great actor. I'll give him that, too. I mean, look. He, well, of course, he also had a lot to say about Jon Favreau and Iron Man 2. That he was really pissed off that he played Anton one way. And then, like, he literally said, like, if they want, like, a one, like a two-dimensional villain, then fine. But I'll never do it again. Yeah. It's like, well, it's fine. Your character dies anyway. Yeah, who cares? No one fucking cares. No one um, fucking cares. Yeah, well, he actually got in... Uh, disagreements with um, uh, with M- Martin M- Mar- Martin McDonough McDonough god damn it uh, Martin McDonough and that's why he left so. did he leave or was he fired it said he left okay pulled Olivia Wilde before what I, Olivia Wilde what I, what I read said he left due to disagreements with the director well that's fine because Woody Harrelson I know perfect I, mean, I and you know Woody Harrelson came in and added something completely different. Oh, like, yeah. He was probably yeah. was like, I don't care what Mickey was doing. I'm going to do it this way. Of course. He loves his dog. <laughs> I just don't want to think about my dog dying. <laughs> and he's like fucking in his, his, his right-hand man, Paolo, is like, Charlie, you got it. You, you got to pull it together. By the way, um, that actor, I'm going to look his name up right now. Um, ooh. Jesus. He's got a hard name. Uh, the guy who plays Paolo. What is his name? Uh, Z- Zell. Z- hold on. <laughs> oh, I have such terrible eyesight. Uh, Zeljiko? Zell. Zeljiko. Uh, Ivanek. Zeljiko Ivanek. I did not know that was his name. Number one. Uh, number two, he's amazing. I've seen him in a ton of stuff. And yeah, I, I want to say he looked familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's great. Um, it's probably like that, like that one guy who plays the banker in The Dark Knight. You know, yeah. Like you know, who you're stealing from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's also really good. He's also a really good character. <laughs> but you don't know his name. I know. Um, um, anyway, so Woody Harrelson, man, I can't get enough of Woody Harrelson. I, I think he, had, you know, much like a lot of actors, he had a resurgence, and I think he's just been on a career high. 
you know, ever since, uh, what movie did he do? The Cowboy Way. I completely understand. Uh, that's, I was going to say the exact same thing. Cowboy uh, Way. I've never seen The Cowboy Oh, all right. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big shot over here. He's never seen Cowboy Way. Can you believe that? <laughs> um, but man, like, anytime I hear that Woody Harrelson's going to be in something, I'm like, got to see it. Because I just, I love Woody so much because he, he knows how to play drama and he knows how to play comedy. Of course, he's also in Three Billboards. Yeah. Which I need to see. Uh, I've heard, Mom has told me that his character is a little bit of a sadder character, but he's yeah. still great. And Haley pointed out something. She said um, he's really good at playing someone who's really obsessed with something because uh, her frame of reference is Zombie Land. Yeah. And, you know, th- there was Twinkies, here it's a dog. You know what I mean? I go, yeah, I guess that's the same. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Kingpin? <laughs> have you seen Kingpin? No. You've never seen Kingpin? You get mad at me at the Cowboy, but you've never seen Kingpin? No, I've never seen it's Kingpin. It's got fucking... Anything? I know who it's got. It. Okay. Uh, but, but, yeah, man, he... Woody was making me laugh almost as much as Sam Rockwell. And he's so, he's so erratic, and he's, you know, his character is so unpredictable that um especially with the gun i was just about to say he goes i'm really sorry it's the gun jam. <laughs> it's the gun like boss you need a new one yeah but i like the blue i like the handle i like the blue on the handle <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and then of course that gets brought up again uh but you know to use a writing term check off's gun you see a gun in the first act it has it must be fired by the third act which of course in this one it's just establishing it jams so you know at the end it's gonna jam <laughs> At the shootout? Really? I love I, I just, Hang on. I love he gives him time. Five. No. Because he makes it to three. Can you please go back to five? No, I will not go back to five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. I so, know. Well, yeah, that's the seven cycle. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's so good. Um, uh, okay. So. Well, you know, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about Marty. Marty. Yet. Um, Colin Farrell, who I love that he didn't play an American, that he just used his actual accent. I I love his, he's not a tough guy in this one. <laughs> you know. I, oh, he's not Bullseye from Daredevil? At the time, that's weird, right? At the time, he's sort of like, he's kind of his character in Bruges, right? Where he's sort of like this bumbling... Um, fool, kind of. I, really I, I wouldn't say that. I, w- I would just say like he's a little Bumbling more anim- alcoholic. He's a little more animated. He's a, a little more skittish. He's a little more just annoyed all yeah. the time. Here it's sort of the same. I, I like though that he is just completely against violence and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and he's not a not he, a tough guy. And he's just trying to write his fucking movie. Yeah. It where again at the time when this movie came out, that's weird that Colin yeah. Farrell's not playing a tough guy. Now he is his. Talk about a career resurgence. I mean, his career has just skyrocketed. I actually paused at one point. I was telling Ashley, because she liked how he said one line, which I, I can't remember what line it was. But she was like, I love how... She was like, that was so funny how he said that. And I paused. I was like, well, in The Lobster, I brought up the whole sexual stimulant. Yeah. That's horrible. It's just, it's horrible. That's just horrible. <laughs> and like, he doesn't get mad. He's just like, that's horrible. It's just awful. That's just awful. Uh, yeah, dude. Shout out to Colin Farrell. Yeah, man. man. His... And again, he's going to spin off as the Penguin. <sighs> yeah i his career now is just so cool because of, it, yeah yeah you're, but you're right um because because he had done swat before this. oh yeah, yeah. yeah he swat the recruit he was in daredevil he's been 
Uh, he's he was in a ton of stuff. He was he, he was you know, like darts. Of course, after this, I think he had done Total Recall, but uh, Scrotal Recall. Yeah. Um, which again, not great. But uh, it might have even been before. I don't remember. But who cares? Um, I mean, I could look it up while we're talking. But I mean, um, but why would you want to remake Total Recall? I mean, that movie's already. Insane I don't know. Maybe they did. To, that movie's already insane to begin with. Oh, he had done Total Recall before so oh. seven psychopaths so again it is weird uh that he's sort of this uh oh and he done, i just saw saving mr banks yeah yeah, yeah. so wow, he did saving mr banks before this yeah he did saving mr banks he was in crazy heart i forgot about that oh my god um i should have put that on the list i've been wanting to see that forever um it's so good he was in fright night uh before that's, that that's right um which is a great remake yeah um, shout out to fright night you want to talk about a really good remake Dude, and pff, Anton Yelchin. Yep. Oh, I know. Anyway, so, right, um, <laughs> Marty. So again, I like that. Christ. I like that Marty's sort of you know sort of like that, and I, yeah. I, I like that. You know, he's he's just thrusted into all of these situations that he just doesn't want to be in. He's just, and he's so scared. He's almost he's almost playing the dude in the yeah, basket. Yeah, yeah. You know, the dude is sort of thrust into this underworld. Yeah. By a simple mistake. That's kind of what Marty's and you know, Marty's just trying to finish his movie. Yeah. Trying to find inspiration. And his, of course, what he thinks at the time, his stupid friend Billy and his dog kidnapping scheme. Borrowing. Borrowing. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Uh, gets him in, you know, he gets blood splattered all over his face. And then it's just. Yeah. On like it, a roll it's not his that. blood, but it's his puke. It's not his blood. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hang on. Hang on. I just want to say, Christopher Walken has the best one-liners in these in this movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, as I mentioned last week, his whole like, "Put your hands up, old man." No. What? I don't want to. I don't want to. I've got a gun. I don't care. It's so, it's so good. I know. It's hilarious, right? The whole movie. I mean, no. dude, this movie is like, I mean, top tier comedy for me. Oh yeah, a hundred. You know, I've. Hang on, we'll get back to Marty everyone. Hang on. Um, I was telling someone, uh, oh, it was Ashley's pa. Cause we were, we were somehow we just got on the subject of comedy and you know, how, um, how comedy has evolved over the years and how like a lot of people nowadays look down on like slapstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, cause I'd mentioned the Marx brothers that we had done duck soup. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, duck soup. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it was so funny. But then I was telling him how I really like smart comedy. Like, not in the sense that, like, you have to think about the jokes, but more just, like, how, how it's written. And this is definitely smart comedy. Like, it's smartly written. It's not out for the sake of getting a punchline. It's just funny. And I could watch it 80 more times, and it would still be funny. Yeah. Back to Marty. Marty. He's also an alcoholic. Yeah. He is. Hey, he has not, um, he has not realized that himself, but yes. Uh, he is an alcoholic. Um, yeah, if you wake up with a wine bottle next to your bed, you might be an alcoholic. Maybe. Um, I do. I do like that it's it's brought up to him a few times, right? Well, and it's always Billy that brings it up. Yeah, yeah. Billy like, doesn't like that. He's like drinking. Marty, we gotta talk about your about your drinking. I don't have a drinking problem. I just like to drink. I just like to drink. Yeah. And I love the whole like you're Irish and a writer. You were set up to. You were set up to fail. <laughs> <laughs> so good um i do like though that 
Martin sort of gets Kyla, uh, Marty's girlfriend, out of the story really well. Because I was wondering, I was like, I wonder if she's going to stick around for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't. <laughs> and Billy's like, well, you know, you called her a fucking bitch in front of all her friends. And I call her. I'm like, hey, what happened last night? To the words, my girlfriend's a fucking bitch ring a bell. And she hangs up on him. Now, it is funny because it's a it's sort of a commentary on what Hans says to him after he reads the script, which is like, your female characters are awful in yeah. here. They have nothing to say, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I mean, they might not be, you know, whatever the main character of the story, but the women I know can string two sentences together. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, which I think is sort of what what Kara is, right, Kara? Uh, Kyla. Kyla is what Kyla is in this story, right? Yeah. She's sort of this terribly written female character. Would you say kind of a plot device in a way? Not really a plot device. I wouldn't. Se. I wouldn't because she really has no bearing on the story at all. Except just to kick Marty out of the apartment. Yep. That's about it. That's <laughs> now, about she does. now, okay. I do want to ask you this because yep. I was thinking it the whole time we were watching the movie. Do you think McDonough is getting meta with it? Because you got to think, Marty is short for Martin. Mm-hmm. And, eh, you know. Maybe. And he's Irish, which Martin McDonough is Irish. Maybe. And Haley, she was, again, half paying attention. Uh, she had just bought an iPad, and she was trying to get all of the wedding notes in the in one place. Uh-huh. So she was like, finally, I can do it. Right, whatever. So she was working on that. And she was like, wait, is this kind of like adaptation? Is this like a, a movie oh. about... And I was like, huh. Like, I don't think so, but that's really... That's a neat. That's an interesting way of looking at it. But not necessarily... It's not exactly like that. But I see your point where it could... Right? It could yeah. be like... What if a guy is trying to write a movie about seven psychopaths and then gets wrapped up in... In, in the movie itself. In, in a movie or gets wrapped up in situations with psychopaths that he's trying to write about and you should say and and, and something uh you should be proud of your soon-to-be wife that she that she made the comparison to adaptation well she was there when i watched that one too so yeah she's learning she's learning she's learning uh and then and then the four of well the six of us because emily will have to get up there too but then the six of us can have intellectual conversations yep and then people are going to see us at a restaurant and be like, oh, what the fuck are they talking about? They're talking about movies? Oh, my God. Um, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Get them out of the restaurant. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway, no. But I did. I was like, it, it feels. Because even Ashley was like, it feels very meta and very on the nose. And I'm like, maybe. like, it, Martin may be saying, maybe. like, hey, like, right. what if I got wrapped up in, you know, and Colin Farrell's playing me, but. I think I think that would be. I think it would be too on the nose. I don't know I, about it. If on the nose is the right way to say. It. I, I, just, I just don't think that's what's happening. No, right? I, don't, I th- do. You think maybe he just decided to call his main character Martin? Just yeah, why? Because why? You know, you know? Um, or it, you know, it could be like I'm going to name him after me. Yeah, right. That's fine. Right. Do I think that he is supposed to be the representative of Martin McDonough? No. No. Um, now here's something that you had brought up earlier. That okay. I think is interesting that I haven't really thought about too much. It's only my second time seeing this movie, by the way. Um, uh-huh. I know. Uh, is the religious undertones. Yes. Is yeah. the religious aspect of this movie. Because I was picking up on that 
when when we hear the story of the Quaker. I was yes. like, okay, that's interesting. And then after that, it just kind of stayed with us. Yeah, because then Hans is always talking about the afterlife, mm-hmm. right? Because he's a, a Christian. Yeah. Um, and Martin's not quite sure what's going on with any of that, right? Mm-hmm. Billy, who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do like that they, they, they discuss it every once in a while, mm-hmm. right? Um, which, you know, I, only thinking about that right the second, don't really have a lot you know well, pre-prepared just, to say well and i just that. thought it was kind of uh was kind of interesting you know because you know <laughs> when they get high on peyote yeah, yeah um and then as we learned that billy was fucking with hans you know hans does start to question his beliefs mm-hmm. you know because he was like you know myra saying that she's sitting in a chair in a gray place with a bullet in her head and of course this upset marty because marty to me, at least, Hans was sort of Marty's North Star. Like, you're, you're my moral right. Which is, which is sort of odd that that happened so fast because they just met. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think because, you know, you're, you're in the Your shared... Your option is... You're in the shared trauma together. Right. <laughs> and you're the only one who's making any fucking sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, this kind of upsets Marty, you know, because he brings it up the next morning. And that's when we get the reveal that Billy was like, oh, was, like, you know how I can impersonate Myra. Of course, this upsets Hans, though. Yeah. And that's what makes Hans leave and walk through the desert back to the Welcome Center. Mm-hmm. Um, but, course, we, but we get sort of a payoff. Of course, when he gets shot, he says it's not great at all. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're right. So there's that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I didn't have anything to say oh. about it either. I just was like, you know. It's interesting that it's there. It would be interesting to go back and revisit that um, at, at a later time. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm trying to think of... I wrote some down. Um, oh, you actually wrote those for once? I did, but it, it wasn't great. It, it's been a while since I've written notes down, and so I, I'm sort of bad at it again. Um, a thing that... Um, a part that made me laugh, and a part that made me um, appreciate Billy's perspective mm-hmm. is when they talk about Gandhi and they talk about the eye for an eye thing. Oh my goes, God. He goes, uh, uh-uh, not the last guy. Cause he still has still be, There'd still be one guy with one eye. That's right. So how's <laughs> the other guy going to get his eye? Uh, that's not happening. That made me laugh a, a whole lot. Cause he's, you know, that's so well, because re- it also shows like you said earlier, how, how engulfed in violence he is because, you know, to a normal, at least I would assume, hope, a normal human being hearing, you know, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind, you'd be like, okay, you know what, yeah, I need to rethink this whole vengeance thing, you know. Yeah. John Wick would have never happened. <laughs> um, but, you know, it shows that Billy, like, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Like, I'm not going to rethink that because there would still be one guy. You know, he, he's he's looking for the wiggle room. Yeah. Like, where is the wiggle room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I'm trying to think if I've forgotten anything or if you've forgotten anything. Um, um, I mean... I mean, the movie's packed with stuff, obviously. Um, but... I don't know. I think we kind of hit everybody. Hit yeah. everything. Yeah. I believe. Um, I'm trying to think of an oops I forgot... Oh. I haven't had that in a while. I know. Well, I, I wrote stuff down, and I, I think I hit everything that I wanted to. Um, 
So then, uh, are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? Yeah, I think so. All right, um, buddy. Uh, if you have Spotify, stream um, Tom Waits' music. Uh, yeah, or just, you know, just deep dive into Tom Waits. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, buddy, I loved it. Um, so did I. Didn't think I was going to hate it. Great, great second watch. I'd forgotten a lot about it. It's, I might as well have never seen it. Um, you know, Ashley really liked it, of course. She was also half paying attention. I think that's why she gave it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if I were to put it on for her again, she'd be like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, I for sure will a hundred percent rewatch it uh, Yeah. now that I own it. Well, and as I learned, it's on Paramount plus. Is it? Yeah. Well, well, cause I was in a rush to watch it and I was like, fuck, it's gotta be somewhere I can stream it. And I was like, Paramount plus. Let's wow. Go. Yeah. I was quite shocked that even though I own it, but I was like, you yeah. know, what? we'll just put it on. Uh, and that's how I actually watched it with me. Cause she was also, she was like, don't judge me. I'm watching a trashy Christmas movie with Vanessa Hudgens, oh. Vanessa Hudgens. It was, um, a, uh, a Christmas night or something like that, but it's K N I G H. Got it. Um, she was like, yeah, he's a knight from out of time. I was like, oh no, I got it. Nope. You just had to tell me the title and spell night for me. And I got I was it. like, no, I, I got it. So I was going to, I was going to watch it on my iPad. But she was like, no, we can watch it together. So, but yeah, uh, loved it. So Jeremy, what are we going to talk about next time in two weeks? Yeah. Jesus. Sorry guys. Um, so thought about it. Um, I've been putting it off cause I'm like, I don't know when to do this one. Cause I, I want it, you know, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. Yeah. Right. Of course I know what it is. Right. But, yeah. but I'm excited about it. So but, you know what, you know, so, um, I didn't, but I didn't know like, well, we just did this one, so we can't do it yet. Or we just did this one. So I don't want to do it this week or whatever, whatever yeah. fucking excuse I had. We're just going to go ahead and do it. Um, next time we are going to be, uh, discussing the last picture show Hell uh, yeah. by Peter Bogdanovich. RIP. RIP. Peter, Peter Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, man. Dude. I have been waiting to crack open that America Lost yep. and Found set. Um, shout out to the Criterion Collection for doing that, because that is sort of the um, that was sort of the 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 uh, beginning of the the new Hollywood, right? Because it's got yeah, Peter so, Donovich, you know Jack Nicholson. Yeah, so the the new Hollywood was creeping in. Old Hollywood was still there around this time, right? Right. Because um, Easy Rider's in that set too, right? Yes, yes Easy yes. Rider is sort of like the the nail in the coffin for old Hollywood, right? right? It was the true beginning of new Hollywood. Yeah, dude, shout out to the new Hollywood era, man. That's when we got some good shit, <laughs> like Blast Picture Show, which I've heard nothing but great things about. Yeah, Scott, our boy Jeff Bridges. Yep. Um, Sybil Shepherd. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mentioned it. I mentioned that collector set to Ashley's Meemaw. And I was like, yeah, it's got Last Picture Show in it. And I guess she didn't like it. She's like, oh, Last Picture Show. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. 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 Uh, but I've been, I've been ready. I mean, like, I could have easily watched some of the other movies in that set. but Yeah, like Five Easy Pieces or Easy Rider. Or yeah, but I wanted to start with Last Picture Show. Last Picture Show. And now I can. Yay. Oh, I'm excited, buddy. I know. So next time... Two weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next time you see us, Jeremy will be married. I will be married. Uh, you'll see see a ring on that finger. Yep. Maybe. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's if you wave your hands up in the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might, I might just... Like, yeah, you know... I might click a click. Click, 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 click. Well, click see, that's kind of a good thing I'm not wearing my ring right now, because they would have heard. Yeah. Oh, that's know. true. But, uh, anyway. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed Seven Psychopaths, and we'll see you next time for The Last Picture Show. Wicked king of clubs awoke And it was to his queen he turned His lips were laughing as they spoke His eyes like bullets burned The sun's upon a gambling day His queen smiled low and blissfully Let's make some wretched fool to pay Plain it was she did agree And sent his deuce down into diamonds